0: Warning! The following program contains subject matter not suitable for a younger audience. It contains offensive language and opinions.
1: Stop it! You're acting like a child! Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss. Discussed
0: And dissect. Alright. No normal mind can imagine. Yes. Okay, so, to bring it to a weird tangent, in a tangent, within a tangent, it's skewed into this tangent. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike,
1: Mike and, and Jeremy. Jeremy.
0: We are fans of the dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy. Feeling much more chipper now. Feeling nice and refreshed for this next week.
1: Yeah, we're ready to count down our top five.
0: Top five. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let's just get right into it. Sounds good.
1: I debated about putting this movie on here because there's not a whole lot of, like, Prank pranks, it's just a lot of jokes, but it's awesome, and it's clowns, so I had to, because clowns do jokey type, type things, so I went with killer clowns from outer space.
0: Oh, nice. Well, I mean, they thought it was a prank.
1: They thought so. So just outside of the town of Crescent Cove, Mike Tobacco, which is one of the best names ever. <laughs> and his girlfriend Debbie are part with other couples at a local Lover's Lane. Which, mind you, one of the people at the beginning of this movie, which I happen to randomly catch, was Christopher Titus, like the comedian. Yes. Like walking across the street, he's like almost hit by like a car or something like that. Yep. I remember I was just like, that dude looks like Christopher Titus. And then, like, the credits rolled. I'm like, holy shit, it actually was.
0: And I would recognize that forehead <laughs> anywhere. Dude,
1: his show was pretty funny years ago.
0: Yeah, I love uh, Sergeant Stadanko as his dad.
1: (laughs) So anyway, uh, they spot a strange glowing object falling to Earth. Nearby farmer Gene Green, believing it to be Halley's Comet, ventures into the woods to find the impact site. He stumbles upon a circus tent.
0: Right in the middle of the woods.
1: He and his dog are captured by mysterious clownish aliens. Mike and Debbie arrive to investigate for themselves. Entering the structure, they discover a complex interior with elevators and bizarre rooms, and they find gelatinized gelatinized? Is that the word? They they basically they were are you talking they, about the cotton they were turned candy into cotton cocoons. candy. So basically they were turned into cotton candy like cocoons. And God, I mean I mean these clowns are great. Like they you have like the shadow puppets on like the brick wall and you have they're
0: shooting popcorn. They're shooting
1: popcorn guns. And then the dude's like, what are you going to do? You're going to knock my block
0: off? You. Yep. Boom. Right in the trash can. The clowns are iconic. The movie is hilarious. The ice cream truck. Funny, funny, funny movie Oh, movie.
1: my God. It was great. <laughs> the, the dude.
0: The theme song, dude. I <laughs> love the
1: theme killer song. clowns. I was rocking the soundtrack the other day. <laughs> it's great. Hell yeah. Dude, like, guys, like, driving down the road in, like, a pretty decent not like a muscle car but like something nice and the clown's just like got his little freaking like me. Meep, 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 just...
0: Such a stupid fun movie. <laughs> I love it. There's been rumors of a sequel for like forever Yeah it's in
1: what is it? What do they call it? Development Hell.
0: Yeah. Yeah it's more like development purgatory. Yeah. So my number five. Joyride. Uh-huh. So basically you kinda got this jerk across the parking lot. So you order 20 pizzas to get sent to his house. And you're like, ha, ha, ha. That's basically the plot of this movie. (laughs) You got Paul Walker, Steve Zahn, Lily Sobiski, and Ted motherfucking Levine. So this kid's in college. You got this girl like, she's in college. Buy a car. Get the girl. That's the plan. Oh, but his jailbird brother also comes into the scene. They go by CB Handle. Black Sheep and Mama's Boy. Driving down the highway, making fun of people on the CB, doing funny voices. So, Paul Walker's character decides to come up with an alias Candy Kane. Well, Candy Kane meets Rusty Nail, voiced by Ted Levine. And he just seems like kind of like a creepy, horny trucker. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, they pull over to stay the night at a motel, run into some jerk off. Who's in the next room. So they kind of pull the buying the pizzas for this guy. They invite the horny trucker to room number seven. They're in like room number six or some shit. And well, the asshole answers the door. They hear a little scuffle. And yeah, the prank went horribly wrong. Terribly wrong. That was mean. It was just a joke. So they pick up their friend like nothing happened. Apparently the fucking trucker broke this dude's jaw off. Rusty Nail comes back on the CB. He starts pranking them. Chicks are like, how scared am I supposed to be? This movie is awesome. Now, not a total lot happens. It's very suspenseful. Not a lot of gore going on this. It's more like the threat of gore. But it's it's really fun. It's hilarious. And it's kind of clever. The last time I just watched it the other night, all like every scene is colored either in red or green, and then there's a lot of like subtle, almost cautious yellowing to the scenes. And then Rusty Nail pranks him back. This will probably be on like your wife's list and Jenna's list of probably best scene in the movie. <laughs> he may so, Rusty Nail kidnaps some chick and says. You got to go in there order 12 cheeseburgers, but you got to do it butt naked. (laughs) Is that some kind of college prank or something? Yeah. All I got to say is, if you're driving across the country, or just every day, go out, take a little walk around the car, do a little quick checklist, make sure your fucking taillights work. Yeah. It's a good idea. Good movie, though. It was a good
1: movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, actually. So my number four, Trick or Treat. 2009. Ooh. Yes. So, this film, it takes place over the course of Halloween in this fictional town of Warren Valley, Ohio. Uh, the story is told, and it's like non-linear narrative with characters crossing paths. With They're not really connected to each other, but they just happen to
0: just... Take place in the same time. Basically, town.
1: like same place, same time kind of thing. Um, at the center of the story is Sam... Uh, this peculiar trick-or-treater dressed in pajamas and a burlap sack who appears to enforce the rules of Halloween.
0: Yo, he's becoming like such a Halloween icon. It's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was it was
1: cool. Now we have a group of trick-or-treaters. We have Macy, Sarah, Chip, Schrader, meet Rhonda, who this who's like this Halloween fanatic, who like they, they go to this this quarry. This was like the bigger like prank of the movie. I guess you could say they play this like trick where they tell all the, about this story about this bus who goes over like the, the cliff and like down into the quarries where like eight mentally challenged children died. So they, they trick her into like believing these kids were coming up from like the like the water or whatever it was. So Rhonda being terrified just leaves and leaves them to like Peace. Yeah. So, like, Schrader, who is, like, her interest, the one who was, like, she was, like, kind of with, like, defends her. Now, Macy, who ends up kicking one of the lanterns into the quarry, causing, like, the undead massacred children to emerge from, like, the dark water. And everyone kind of flees, and Rhonda's, like, in the little elevator that goes up to the top, and she's just like, yeah, fucking see you later. But you also have, it was, like, four different stories. So you have, like, the principal... Like Charlie, uh, no, sorry, Mr. Wilkins. Charlie was like the fat kid who Mr. Wilkins like poisoned his fucking candy and vomited.
0: Does that count as a prank? Is it, Poisoning. Candy?
1: Is it a well? I got you. You're you're fucking <laughs> vomiting all over my stairs. Uh, there was that. There's um. There was like a surprise party that involved werewolves.
0: It was surprising.
1: It was, and and they all kind of like got together. that they link the stories linked together and uh yeah no it's definitely a good time and i see sam is becoming one of the more iconic figures in
0: uh in horror right now well deserved absolutely all right so going back a little bit further in time to 1985 my number four april fool's day this is a movie i saw way 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 back just off the cover art. Obviously, the name sounds kind of cool. It's like, oh, that's intriguing. But the uh, picture was of like a dinner, a bunch of people around a table, and presumably the host standing in front of them. And she's got this really long noose braid. Yes. I'm like, okay, I want to see that movie. So it's April Fool's Day weekend during spring break at Muffy's Mansion. Hilarity ensues with whoopee cushions, dribble glasses, and mostly amateur hour type shit. So let's up the ante with creepy audio, heroin, (laughs) and murder. Uh, This is actually a really good uh, slasher movie. It is. It features Biff and Friday 2 Final Girl. Ginny. Ginny. But the joke's really on us. Because, spoiler, you might want to fast forward a couple seconds if you haven't seen this 35-year-old movie. It's all an April Fool's Day joke, but that aside, suspense, funny characters, some really cool kills, even if they're not actual kills, like, if that was, like, a murder night, you know, you go to a dinner party and someone gets murdered, you gotta figure it out, that one seemed pretty cool. This one... I would definitely get a reservation.
1: This one was definitely fun. Like, I i mean, I wanted to watch it, obviously, because Ginny was in it. Yeah, Ginny. But yeah. then, but then I was pleasantly surprised when I saw Biff was in it and he's still playing an asshole
0: but he was a little less biffy
1: he was a little like, less biffy yes but he was still a like, goofy that whole like opening scene where they're like chilling out was it were they on the boat when he he's just like yeah, here like you know I'm gonna throw the knife to you like one more time and throws it in the into the
0: like kid's like stomach it's like <laughs> oh shit okay <laughs> did I do that I didn't mean it Gotcha. That was a prank. <laughs> it was a
1: prank. My number three, this is probably the most notable prank in horror movie. Uh, I think go I with where you Carrie were. Carrie 1976. Now we have a shy 16 year old Carrie White who lives with her fanatically religious mother Margaret. Uh, she's not really popular at school. She gets bullied quite a bit and when she experiences her first period, in the school shower, she panics because she doesn't know what to do because her mother feels that, you know, this is, like, the work of, like, sin, like, age or period because of sin or something like that. So while her classmates are throwing tampons at her and...
0: Plug it up. Yeah. Plug it up. Plug it up.
1: Now, the, uh, the gym teacher intervenes, now gives them all detention... For like the week. And if they miss or skip out on any of it. Then they lose out on prom. And get suspended and all that stuff. Now her main adversary. I guess you could you could call it. Was it Christine? She decides to plot a revenge. Which involves like pig's blood.
0: And a bucket.
1: We all know the scene.
0: And I think the most magic part. About this elaborate prank. Is not the blood the blood is obviously symbolic of the right. period right. And, you know coming of age and all that like losing your innocence but the best part of the prank is getting hurt to win prom queen yes absolutely that took some effort
1: yes so yeah i mean that's that's got to be up there with one of the worst like pranks ever to do to somebody
0: yeah, but that was like a, one of those instant karma situations because, well, shit got hot.
1: Yeah, it's true. It very it very much
0: did. Okay, I guess we're moving on. That was quick. Sorry. Number three. Well, I'm stuck like Marty McFly in 1985. Back to Doddsville, going to Slaughter High. Boom. So this movie was made by the makers of Friday the 13th, even Harry Manfredini. Did the soundtrack, which I love. It's got like this goofy sitcom, like, backwoods 70s porn type of like. (laughs) (laughs) April Fools. (laughs) (laughs) So the theme alone is one of my favorites. It's a 10 year reunion for a group of douchebags who 10 years prior On April Fool's, which happened to be our hero, our hero, Marty. It's this dude's Marty. They're Mark. It's his birthday. They set him up thinking he's going to get some birthday sex, sex. They end up tasing his naked ass with the AV club and plan to broadcast to the whole school. Luckily for Marty, they're busted and justice is served. No, 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 no. Just kidding. They get detention and decide to double down on the prank. That's right. <laughs> you know, they double down. So in an attempt to make up for it, they're like, okay, you know, Marty will smoke you up. Although they thought it would be funny to lace his joint with like, I don't know, poison, rat poison or something. And he ends up getting sick and blowing up the lab. <laughs> but I thought it was funny that during the initial prank where they sexually assault him in the bathroom, that there's a jester just standing in the crowd. That's <laughs> yeah. like the mascot is like the Joker. It's like a Harlequin or a fool, if you will. Yeah, that's a fun movie. No, I
1: very much, very much enjoyed this movie. My number two. We're gonna go on another weekend adventure, perhaps to Muffy's house. Oh, And drink. We're gonna go April Fool's Day again, 1986. Eighty-five. It said it was released in 86.
0: Yeah, like what? On VHS? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe
1: beta. Uh, Who knows?
0: LaserDisc.
1: I wanted a LaserDisc player so bad.
0: It's like a DVD the size of a... Record? Oversized Frisbee.
1: (laughs) It's, It's a DVD record. That's basically what it is.
0: Yeah. So anyway, you know... You
1: had already gone over a lot of it on the weekend leading up to April Fool's Day, a group of college kids consisting of Harvey, Nikki, Rob, Skip, Nan, Chaz, Kit, and Arch gathered together to celebrate spring break on the island mansion of Skip's cousin, Muffy Saint John. Now, on the trip to the house is there's a lot of a lot of pranks going on, like I just mentioned earlier, Thomas Tom Wilson's character you know, plays a prank by throwing a knife into like a dude's like stomach.
0: Ah, got him. Yeah,
1: and we have like Buck, the local deckhand or whatever, is seemingly like crushed by a like the boat like at the at the dock, and it just seems like one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm gonna keep playing pranks, and you know, oh everything's gonna come around like full circle. But since like you already kind of, I I wasn't gonna say it. But you kind of already said that, you know, the whole thing's just a prank.
0: Well, I did say that we could put in a spoiler there. Okay. Spoiler alert for a movie that's 36 years old. <laughs> Skip ahead to timestamp, you know, like one minute from then. <laughs> Hi, we're back. And now we're spoiler free. <laughs> Next one.
1: But it's a, it's a fun movie. And I remember like the first time I watched it totally didn't expect that that was going to be like the case that was gonna be like oh i'm pulling pranks and now i'm gonna die because i pull pranks
0: i remember being pretty disappointed to find out and i did enjoy the movie still yeah great movie but it was just like really you did me like that yeah what are you gonna do i don't know we can go back to camp sure go back to camp blackfoot my number two is the burning really cheers So this is the movie that I was waiting for. Watched it as soon as we got the screen up. Watched it outside last night on the projector. So you hadn't seen it yet. I had not seen it yet.
1: So you pulled that that out of your ass and you hadn't even seen it yet.
0: Yes. I was like, but I'd been wanting to see it. It was really (laughs) good. I mean, I, I knew about the movie. But then watching it, obviously best like (laughs) you know set up so i extra enjoyed the movie but the movie was really fun i mean yeah there was some cool stuff that they tried to do Uh, let's get into it man holly hunter yes i forgot about holly
1: hunter how did i forget about her
0: jason alexander who plays the reverse 69 he's number 96 every single t-shirt he wears he's 96 fisher stevens obviously So the caretaker, they prank him with a worm-riddled skull. I wrote the same thing. Worm-riddled skull with candle eyes. Cropsy wakes up and he freaks out. Ends up fucking cooked. A Big Mac overdone. (laughs) Must have been wearing like polyester pajamas. (laughs) Because he was like, poof. (laughs) Oh, man. So he, he goes to jail. This is some odd years later. They've got a therapist and she's just like you've got to forget your hatred. <laughs> now, we're back at camp and there's a peeping tom creeping around a shower. Oh, just kidding, it's a prank. Ha. Ah. Like, what the fuck kind of prank is that? Later in the movie, there's a fun prank with a pellet gun. They shoot this dude in the ass and then they all end up like bending over in like extreme mooning. as people get pushed into the lake. So they're on Devil's Creek. It's a long way from home. And this is actually a real urban legend, Cropsey. It was around Staten Island, I think. It was like this myth that they'd create so you don't stay up too late or stay out of the house because this crazy guy, a madman, homicidal maniac, he escaped from the loony bin and he'll drag you into the tunnels where he feeds so they're basically around the campfire telling this scary Cropsy story and they pull another prank trope and someone dressed as the killer comes in and goes, Ooga Booga. <laughs> you know, basically. I mean, what movie hasn't done this? Friday the 13th, Scream. Even in Jaws, dude's wearing the fin. Remember, like the fake fin? Yep. A lot of people like to pull that, pull that trick. Ooh. Another point. When they're in the middle of the woods and, like, the bully is having sex with a chick, and she's like, That's all. (laughs) That's all, folks. (laughs) Really entertaining movie. I like that one.
1: It was good. So, my number one. Number one. I chose this as my number one because the results of his prankery changed. The landscape of a franchise. I went with Friday the 13th part three and Shelly. Oh, (laughs) somebody seems excited. So following the events of the night before a badly injured and unmasked Jason Voorhees goes to a lakefront. You know, he goes to a store like a convenience store for a change of clothes While there, he murders the store owner and his wife, Edna. Meanwhile, we have Chris Higgins going for a a weekend with her friends at her family's cottage, Higgins Haven, including one of her friends, Shelly. Now, Shelly is a jokester.
0: It was like... Yeah, Shelley's a jokester. Shelly's Shelley's more like a friend of a friend. Yeah, you know? I, I I feel hey, hey, can you make it? Oh, but can this person come? Like, uh, yeah,
1: I feel yeah. like it was it was a favor he was invited because of a favor. You owe me. And of course they show up to I think it was was it Vera? I think it was. It's like, Oh, here's your date. Great. So throughout the I mean, the first like half of the movie, like Shelly's pulling these pranks where you know, he's, he's like dead. There's an ax in his head and like all this, all this stuff. And they're just like, what the fuck, Shelly? Like, what the fuck's wrong with you?
0: I didn't even see him pack a bag. And like, he has all of this shit with him. He's got like a scuba suit. He's got a hockey mask. He's got that weird, creepy clear mask. He's got, where the hell he's keeping all this shit? Yeah. Fake blood.
1: So they're in, you know, Vera comes down to, you know, sit at the on the dock in the lake and Shelly comes up, he's wearing the the iconic hockey mask and she's all pissed off and she's like, Shelly, why do you do this stupid shit? And then Shelly Next thing you know, off screen, we don't see it happen, but somehow Jason ends up with his mask. He does. That was a
0: big moment in horror. That was
1: a huge moment in horror and in my
0: life. So Jason finds a mask that someone just randomly had, and that's how he chose his killer mask.
1: Yes. We could say he's a Red Wings fan, because I guess that was apparently what the mask was, but...
0: The guy that plays Shelley is actually a lawyer, and he can actually give you information on where in lawyer hell <laughs> the franchise is.
1: Yeah, no, I've... Yeah, he's a, he's a lawyer for
0: like actors or just like the movie industry all right so the first time in fans of the dead history is this happening i'm pulling a wild card i wasn't told this was allowed it's not but i don't care it's happening anyway (laughs) so i had this here in case not in case because i was betting on hence why it's a thing that shelly was going to be one of your favorite pranksters so I'm going to go with Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. What? What the hell prank happens there? Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Oh, It's almost the same thing. So. Okay. This movie is Jason on a boat, basically. Mostly filmed in Vancouver. Jason, Jason really Takes Canada. Really got the... Uh, the artwork was really cool. The original poster, the iHeart New York, but with the hockey mask. Like, that was pretty awesome. It's like this. We live in claustrophobia, the land of steel and concrete, trapped by dark water. There is no escape, nor do we want it. We've come to thrive on it and each other. You can't get the adrenaline pumping without the terror, good people. I love this town. <laughs> So we start on a, I don't know, a small yacht, basically. This guy and a girl hanging out. And he's telling her the story of Camp Crystal Lake and what happened on Crystal Lake. About 30 years ago, he starts telling her the story like, Oh my God, I've never heard about the insane amount of murders in the place. I like to get my buck on. (laughs) How would would you not know the story? But she's... She's shocked, so it's kind of a dumb prank what happens next because he comes back in with a hockey mask and a fake prop knife and starts stabbing her. (laughs) Well, now it's sexy time, so he puts the hockey mask down.
1: They're just stories.
0: Yeah. And he's like, I got you good, Susie. Sorry, I'm a major ass. (laughs) But this is where Jason gets his mask back because in part 7 it gets split open and he gets all blown up and a dock gets dropped on him but this idiot pulling a prank on his girlfriend who's never even heard of Jason Voorhees he like freaks her out Jason gets his mask back wild Wild card card. (laughs) (laughs)
1: that is a fun one I know most people hate it but it's still fun to me anyway talking to the guy who likes Jason X
0: that movie's okay I just like watching Jason kill people. Like oh, that's- By the time I ever got into Friday the 13th, I already knew who Jason was. He was kind of like a horror superhero. Right. If his superpower is murder. <laughs> okay, so my real number one. Number uh-huh. one. 1991. Stephen King dropped Needful Things huh. and brought us back to Castle Rock. 1993, the movie came out. What am I? 91, 92. I'm 11, 12. And it's summertime. And we get news that this movie is going to come out. And my mom goes, if you can read that book, I'll take you to see this rated R movie. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be so cool. (laughs) Well, the book is like well over a thousand pages long. So it takes me like basically the whole summer. Go to see the movie. We watched the movie. Movie ends. My mom looks at me and she goes, well, what'd you think? And I go, there wasn't anything like the fucking book. What the (laughs) hell? So that was where I got pranked. But the book is genius. You've been here before. i have never forget a face. But I rewatched the movie and I have to say, if I didn't have such high expectations... And not understand that there's differences between the book and the movie. The movie's really fucking cool. We got Max von Sydow, Ed Harris, Bonnie, Bedelia, Mrs. McLean, Amanda Plummer. The whole movie is about the devil setting up a pawn shop. Basically with like these crazy antiques. The object of your desire is in this store. And you sell your soul for it. I mean, there's bad puns throughout the whole movie. He's like, got mad people in there and someone comes in. Oh, do you have room for me? He's like, there's always room for another soul. (laughs) It's just like, shit like that through the whole thing. So, in the book, Ace Merrill, the bad guy from Stand By Me and the Body, actually has a way bigger part. And some like, really cool shit happens. Basically, everyone that buys something... Jason, what would you want? Probably Jason Voorhees' mask. Yeah, you look like you would want the actual Jason Voorhees' mask. Oh, you didn't know he's a real person? He's a real person. All you have to do is sell your soul. (laughs) Just kidding, that's insane. All I want you to do is just pull a little prank on someone. And he has everybody in town pulling a little prank on someone else. And the repercussions of those pranks escalate. And they marketed the book as the last castle rock story and basically shows the city burning. <laughs> and that's what ends up pretty much ends up happening. Yeah. Yep.
1: It's true. It's actually one that was on my list of things to watch that I didn't get to. Kind of bummed I didn't.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because on our whole list here, these 10 movies and books Stephen King is on this list Four times yeah I don't know if he was either the prank king or just the butt of many a joke <laughs> either way he's the man he is so. also uh, another shout out the twilight zone where the little kid has magical powers no. <laughs> and makes everyone do whatever they want I, I like the switcheroo with Kevin McCarthy pulling a rabbit out of a hat and it's just a monstrous rabbit any um, that's a fun prank any other movies you left off your list 2013's found footage movie prank
1: i was actually looking at there was two movies called prank apparently
0: probably a lot of movies called prank i only saw two
1: but the one from 2013 was the one was one i was actually looking at but i just didn't have time to get to it so
0: it's just these kids getting bullied and the bullies or the bullied becomes the bullies and everyone tries really hard to not be likable and accidents happen jokes happen it was actually pretty fun yeah but everyone everyone in the whole movie is a dick so you kind of just <laughs> like well they had to come
1: yeah i left i left quite a few off just cuz i wasn't sure if they actually like were like pranks or, like whatever, like I left off like sleepaway camp. I don't know if that was more like a con,
0: or not. How's that? A, how's that a prank?
1: It's like, hey, you thought I was a chick the whole time.
0: No, that's like, oh, I don't want to say like any other movies where there's like a big <laughs> reveal, but like, nah, yeah, that's a long con. That's not a prank.
1: Yeah, or um, like the orphan.
0: That's the movie I was not going to name. Huh? Oh, that's the movie that I was about to say that I was like, I'm not going to say it and ruin that there's a big reveal.
1: I won't say what it is, but there's a big reveal in that one. (laughs) I left that off. Um, Hell Knight I left off. They're all good.
0: What's the best prank you've ever pulled? Uh... Chalkboard eraser... Pin on the seat, poison someone's coffee, like come on, something.
1: Not not gonna lie. I, I really haven't pulled anything good. I'm a good person.
0: I'm just. I've got a I've got a note card, I'm trying to think of which story to tell. <laughs> None of them will make it to air.
1: <laughs> then that, why say it?
0: <laughs> it's a funny story. <laughs> You don't want to hear about the time, so. The following story is being postponed due to the statute of limitations. Giggity. Glug, 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 glug.
1: Oh, my God.
0: All right, so you got to cut that. Yeah. But, uh, so a lot of people bought us coffees, and that's pretty cool. Yes. Um, we are
1: on. Buy me a coffee. I can't thank the ones who have supported us enough. You know, our friend Lauren was one of them. Your sister Amanda was one of them. Aww. Um, My cousin Robin. Our buddy Josh. I mean, we just... Diane? Yes, your mother-in-law, Diane. She was... Just every, every, every little bit of support is just well-needed because you know sometimes this this costs a little money to get the get the production out there and
0: we lead we lead expensive lives our lifestyles are crazy not uh, unless you can see us <laughs> it's like, it <laughs> like you're in a crazy. closet and i'm in a dungeon <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah fan feedback yeah so i threw out on twitter I believe it was where I put a poll out as to what they thought the like the their favorite prank was in horror. And and of course, like I only threw like four of them out there. I put out The Burning, Slaughter High, House on Sorority Road, Carrie, because there was so many to mention. I didn't know which four to put out there. So I just put that one out there. Carrie won pretty unanimously. The Burning was second,
0: which is crazy because I never really even knew about this movie until recently. The Burning? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I it, it came up on a bunch of things, and so I watched it and it was excellent.
0: Word. I guess that just about does it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening as always. Catch us on Podomatic, Spotify, iTunes, wherever Follow us on Twitter at fans of the dead one.
1: We are on Instagram, fans of the dead one. Facebook fans of the dead. We have a website, fans of the where you can check out all of our episodes. Um, most of our recipes are up there. I haven't put the some re- of them. Some of them I have to put the rest of them up, and then. You can also order t shirts if you're interested. We have white t shirts. We have gray t shirts. Check them out. We got green. We don't have green. You want green? I'll get you green. Purple?
0: I don't know. Just name colors. <laughs> Do you have gold? Oh, that'd be cool. Gold. Green gold. Totally forgot what it was going to say. As always, <laughs> have fun. Be safe. Peace. that's fucking hilarious and that's the best prank i could come up with for zoom
1: (laughs) that's fucking terrible